What's up, guys? I'm Nick Yeti. And I'm Corporal Nossage. I'm Presto, and you're listening to the Nintendads Podcast. Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode numero uno of the Nintendads Podcast. I am joined by my good friends Nick Yeti and Corporal Nossage. What's up, guys? Hi, guys. How's it going, everybody? So, given this is episode episode number one, um, we're just going to kind of go around talk about who we are as gamers, as dads, as people, uh, and then we'll kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the show, which is everything Nintendo uh, and a whole lot of opinions. So, you want to you kick us off, Nick? All right. I'm Nick Yeti. Um, was a Sega Genesis, kid, Sega Genesis kid growing up. Um, definitely one of my favorite games from that time is Vector Man. And I have a five-year-old son, and I like a lot of games that have start out with linear story and then open up into kind of an open shared world. Like what? Like a, like a Skyrim type thing? Mm, no, not Skyrim. More, more of a Bloodborne type of game. Definitely for what Doom's about to do. So you just mean obscenely hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soul crushingly hard. Okay. <clears throat> what about you, Corporal? Who are you? Who are you, anyway? Hey, guys. I'm Corporal Nossage. I'm 33. I got a six-year-old, seven-year-old son. Jesus, time is flying by. Um, as a gamer, I tend to solely focus on story-based games. I really like linear-based stories that have a start, a middle, and an end that's epic, episodic. That's something you can enjoy and that you can follow. Um, I, I tend to like open-world games. Um, and I guess my favorite older game has always been uh, Sonic. It's well, the first system I ever had was a Sega Genesis, and it's the first game I ever had. So I've always gravitated back to that. Sonic one, two, three, and oh, Knuckles. Oh, and Knuckles. Oh, I'm, I'm going to judge on this answer. <laughs> yeah. W- which one is it, Jason? Which one? When I say Sonic, I started with Sonic 1 and Sonic 1 only. But I'll have to remember that me and Nick Yeti spent a good portion of our childhood just sitting in my living room trying to burn through some of the uh, Sonic and Knuckles chapters. So that's but which where a lot one's of my your memory. favorite? If you could, mm-hmm. if you were stuck on an island and you could only play one Sega stuck Sonic, on for the rest of time. I don't think you understand the implications. Stuck on of an that island statement. with power and a CRT. Uh, it would it'd still be Sonic and Knuckles uh, just because you had all three characters and you had diversity of play. I, I hope you understand the pun over here uh, there, Kansas Shuffle. You said stuck on an island and Sonic and Knuckles takes place on an island. On an island, oh, yep. yeah. That was uh, on, on purpose, yes. Um, oh, was that? Comedic genius. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> Sonic 2 for me, by the way. That would be my island Sonic. Really? Okay. 100%. The music, just for the music. Okay, yeah, gotta give you the music. Good God, Mystic Cave Zone, Casino Nights, come on. <laughs> uh, now, nowadays, me and my son just tend to play a lot of Minecraft. Okay. I can hear. I can feel Nick silently uh, judging you. Yeah. I, <laughs> my brain just exploding. I'm just. I'm. I'm over it. Anyway, um, so I'm Presto. I'm 33. I have a two-year-old son who's not quite into games yet, although he did KO a uh, computer in Smash one time, um, which is my favorite game series, by the way. Super Smash Brothers, loving Ultimate, loving Melee. Um, typically, as a gamer, 
I'm a pretty far departure from both of you, I think, because I could most of the time care less about epic sagas and stories. I'm all about online multiplayer. Like, if the game doesn't have good online multiplayer, I'm not about it. Except mm. for Smash Ultimate, oh, okay. which we'll there get into. Yeah, there I knew I knew you were going to call me out on that. But yeah, <laughs> most, of, most of the stuff I play is online multiplayer. Um, favorite retro game? I mean, besides Sonic 2, uh, I really love Super Mario World. I've beaten it more times than I can count. Uh, Kirby Superstars for the SNES. So good. Some of my favorites. Um, so yeah, that's who we are. So this this podcast, we're the Nintendo ads. So we're dads that play Nintendo games. Pretty self-explanatory. Most of what we're going to talk about is going to be talking about new games that are coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Because if you're like us, you have a Switch, you love the Switch, you play it on the train, uh, on the toilet, pretty much anywhere. Um, because we're in we're in the future now, and you can play almost every Nintendo game anywhere. Um, so we're going to kind of break down for you what we see as the new good games coming out, what the bad games are coming out. Um, and then every episode, we're going to kind of dive into something different. We're going to do specific game breakdowns. Uh, we're going to, you know, talk about different different topics, different news, different announcements from Nintendo as they come out. Uh, and that's about it. That's what it's going to be. Thanks for tuning in to episode one. We're going to jump into the next section. Let's go. All right, so we're going to start this episode with uh, new games that are coming out or have recently come out. I think some of these have come out within like the last week to really good or really poor reviews, depending on which game we're talking about. Um, I guess let's Nick, Nick, start us off on a bright note. What's a new game that's coming out that you're not wanting to burn to the ground? So the Boulders Gate one and two pack. Um, this is a great CRPG. Um, makers of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Sorry, okay. I'm a new CRPG. CRPG. So CRPG is uh, like computer RPG. So CRPG would be like your Diablo. I don't know if you ever played Knox. So you have. Oh. So you'd have JRPG, which is like the turn-based style. And then just RPG would kind of just be like Witcher. And then this would be CRPG. Like that top-down okay. third-person. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. yeah, okay. Boulders, yeah, Boulders Gate 1 and 2. Um, both great games. Uh, they're doing this in preparation for 3. Although 3 is not um, has not been announced to be slated for the PS. Uh, not the PS3. The, the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not on PS3 anymore. Um. So I've never played a game like this. Mm-hmm. Is it multiplayer? No, it is not. Unfortunately, <laughs> this is this is going to be very. Uh, I, I don't even know if Jason would like this. I like stuff like this. So here's the thing, right? I like games like this, and this is where Diablo shines for me, right? This is why I like Diablo above this and above wow as much as i like wow is because diablo has more of that shared world where you can jump from server to server and you can kind of you know interact at your own pace but you're not dependent on the other person this game doesn't have that unfortunately but if you do like the dungeons and dragons-esque thing um a lot of reading and choices battling class building this is definitely going to be your game you've already lost me at the part where you said reading ah there we go (laughs) 
Um, so what do you think? I personally, I would try it. I think mm-hmm. with all with all these new games, we're going to kind of go around and go, you know, buy it, try it, or wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But I think, I think I would try this, despite the fact that it's not really my style of RPG and that it doesn't have multiplayer. Forty nine ninety nine, still... by the way, if, if we're putting that there. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, um, that's, that's not a bad price for two games that are kind of revered for, mm-hmm. their, for their category. I would try it. I would come over your house and try it, Nick. This was also, <laughs> this was also stated as, yeah, this, exactly. This was also stated as a great port. Mm. Um, th- this is definitely hailed for that. So okay. for the switch, I mean, as far as ports go, most of the time you're going from a, a higher quality system to coming over to the Nintendo Switch, which doesn't have the hardware. So ports usually tend to fail. Well, the fact that it's yeah. giving you a good port, that's a good thing. Well, if if we're on the subject of CRPG with that, right? You kind of look at Diablo three, right? And you know you can play it point and click. And they did have to change some of the moves and abilities around, but they did it so well. So when I was going on to uh, Twitch a few times and I was talking to the people that like hardcore stream Diablo 2 and I was asking them and I was like, hey, what do you think about the console version versus the uh, computer version? This is when I had that really nice computer. And they were like, they love the console version. And the only reason that they like computer more is because they were more established. And they also said that the clusters were bigger, too. So that that was kind of hmm. the downside, yeah. So Diablo three was all about those gigantic clusters of enemies. Yeah, that would cause the switch to burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think, Corporal? Are you passing on this one? Uh, top down games don't excite me, but uh, there's a few that I've played in my heyday that I somewhat enjoy, but I only enjoyed them because I was playing with other people who I knew and we could talk and work our way through the quote-unquote dungeons. So, I mean, maybe. Um, It doesn't have multiplayer, so I don't know how well that'll work out for me. But, you know, we'll see. And yet again, I think you nailed it on the head going over to his house and playing it. That sounds like an idea, and then I'll test to see if I really want to drop 50 bucks on something. Yeah. Speaking of you dropping things, did you you put Zombieland Double Tap in the show notes as a new game that's coming out? I did. Okay, so... Please explain. Zombieland, I loved Zombieland, the movie, when it first came out, which is, what, 10 years ago now? That's crazy. I thought that it was insane that 10 years have passed, they're just now going to drop the sequel to a 10-year-old movie, and at the same time, in swift recession, they're going to also push out a video game uh, Zombieland Double Tap as a video game, and then of all things, it's going to come to the Switch. I thought that deserves some talking about. Now, uh, here's I think it's a cool marketing vehicle to launch a game alongside a movie or a show. Case in point, every season of The Walking Dead has the companion mobile games, and whether you like them or not, it's still a cool supplement to the storytelling. Are you However, talking about the Telltale games? Uh, no, well, the, yeah, there's the there's the Telltale games that I'm not a huge fan of, but there's really? always like, yeah, I don't okay. really like Telltale. What? Um, but there's You're always the like the mobile game. the mobile apps that are just they come in a different variety. But I appreciate that from a storytelling perspective, where you're supplementing the main thing with the sub thing. Now, how much if Zombieland Double Tap is free, I will give it a try. 
before or after I see the movie, but I have a feeling that it's not free mm. or even cheap. How much is it, Jay? It's behind door number one. $39.99. It's showing up, on, showing up on eBay for like 32 and 35 if you're smart. But that's... Uh, see, that's, that's going to be a hard sell for something when you compare it to like Crimson Land or something. Although I don't know if Crimson Land is a uh, multiplayer. So yeah. as far as the video game genre goes, there's so many zombie-based video games that are out there. I need to know what makes Zombieland so unique and different that it deserves my pay besides the franchise name of the movie behind it. I mean, I think that's probably it. At the risk of being completely wrong and having to eat my words in another episode uh, because the game is a sleeper and it's amazing, I'm going to say <laughs> they're selling you a mediocre zombie game based on the Zombieland franchise, based well, on the fact that you remember this movie 10 years ago that was really good, and that's going to make you buy this game. Okay, so I'm looking at it right now, and I seem to see it looks like there's, there might be like abilities to pick up different weapons. It's a twin-stick shooter. Okay, so, I mean... Sounds perfect, for a, sounds perfect for a free game. Possibly right. on the phone. You have to also think, too, that when uh, Black Ops 2 came out, you got um, Dead Ops, was it called? And that was the top-down twin-stick shooter, and you could play that on two-player. That game was phenomenal. That was uh, – Black Ops 2 was really revered very highly for something like that, where they're like, wow, you got zombie mode, and then you got that twin-stick shooter mode, and, like, you know, no but one – that was, like, a that. bonus piece of content off right. of the main game. This is a main game. It's priced that's what I'm almost saying. at full price. Like, that's what I'm I saying, can't. though. That, that would be my argument, is that you got that for free last yeah, time. Yeah, I can't imagine justifying. So, I mean, if we're, we're going to compare top-down shooters or top-down games. The last, you know, Boulder's Gate is two games for the same price that this is one game. The only real difference is obviously the franchise name. And I'm looking at it. This particular game has. Oh, well, wait, hold on. Bol- Boulder's Gate isn't a twin stick. It yeah, is- Bol- Boulder's Gate is like top-down RPG. This is like, yeah. from what Nick's saying, it's like a, a move and shoot. The the classic oh. example I think of is the old old, which is probably my favorite arcade game of all time, is a uh, Robotron. Oh, okay. Robotron, my jam. I don't think I played that. It's amazing. It's really hard, and it's probably still better than Zombieland Double Tap. I'm giving it hard pass. Nope. Throw it yeah. off the cliff. For the, for the price point, I, I, I'd pass on it too, but I thought it was interesting that the marketing ploy with the movie. Yeah. Speaking of hard passes, we have <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> the elephant, or should I say the giant gorilla, the giant scientist in the room Overwatch for the Switch. Ooh, who's getting this one? So I, I, I want to just say right off the bat that I enjoy the Witch, the Overwatch game, on multiple other platforms. So I was kind of excited about this just because there's a flexibility with on-the-go tile type playing with this, taking it on the Nintendo Switch. But porting such a, I think, hardware-intensive, fast-paced, where every minute to the second lag moment counts, bringing something like this over to the Switch, 
I was very, very hesitant about. Yeah. Before it even came out, I can't think of a system that's more poorly suited for Overwatch than the Switch. Because 90%, more than 90% of the people are going to play on Wi-Fi, which means they're going to have high latency connections. And you can't even play Super Smash Brothers, in my opinion, to a real respectable degree online. This They're trying to do a, a, a Twitch shooter, 6v6 team-based game. I'm going to guess that there's no native voice chat outside of Nintendo's third-party app. Oh, geez. Like, it's like a special kind of hell. I totally forgot made. about that. I, I right? totally forgot. Okay. So let's talk about that for two seconds. So that game is very, th- th- I mean, you're playing a role in that game. That's yeah. communication That's communication intensive right there. I totally, I totally forgot about that. I'm I sure mean, we'd get like the one random person from left field where it's like, who would you sign on to Discord to do that? And it's like, well, not today's day and age. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you can't get that in there along with everything yeah. else. I is... mean, it might, it might have native voice chat no. because the one time no. I played Nothing. Fortnite, on, no, I played Fortnite on the Switch and it has native voice chat in what? the game. Yeah. I turned it on and it was three 14 year olds screaming at the top of their lungs no and I way. uninstalled I the thought, game immediately. I thought nothing had native voice chat on the Switch. I did too. I thought, that was, I, I thought I that was a Switch thing. I think it's a first party Switch thing. Third party games oh, can play by different rules. Maybe. Yeah. So when Nintendo goes ahead and announces esports style stuff for Splatoon 2 and then they go, gotcha on the native, you know. Yeah, sport. no, still need to use the app. Yeah. But beyond the fact that it's very ill-suited for the Switch as an online shooter, the reviews, if you look at any of the reviews, it's like the game models aren't loading, the character, like basic stuff for the game to function isn't working. It's breaking the Switch because the Switch's hardware can't handle it or because it was rushed and it wasn't ported in a way that was optimized for the Switch, and it's just, like, spazzing out. Because I think, uh... So I this think... is where you're going to get me to start rage quitting, because oh, I have such a love-hate relationship with major companies making a game, for example, Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed Unity, and the character models will load, and the only thing that shows up is a pair of floating eyes and a pair of teeth. <laughs> How badly did you drop the ball in your development room to not realize these mistakes before you sent this game out on launch? Who was doing some field testing before you even considered announcing this to the public? Like, let's not even talk about, oh, we were pressed for time, so we had to make some crunches. You should have had these types of nut and bolts figured out before you even decided that this was something you were going to do. And they just... No, here's a pile of hot shit. Uh, but, Corporal, what I really want to know is how do you really feel about this? Yeah, it takes a lot. It takes <laughs> was, a lot to get Corporal was, mad. So that you was, know uh, you messed up. That was, um, I feel like we should get over to the, the ending on the good notes part of this. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in two. We're going to do one. I'm going to do two real quick. Um, the Witcher 3 and Killer Queen Black. Um, the Witcher oh, three. I about yeah, I know. Oh so the Witcher God. three, absolutely fan- fantastic uh, RPG, great game. This is the complete edition. It does. It's full retail, fifty nine ninety nine. Um, everybody loves it. 
it's good. Um, definitely go buy it if you want to spend the money. Yeah, one um, of the best like AAA title ports on the Switch to date. Killer Queen Black. Such good reviews too, as far as frames per second and quality. It, the storyline for Witcher is phenomenal. It is so beloved, cult following. It's definitely a, a game that I'd want to pick up myself too. Yeah, I would try it. I don't know if I would pick it up because it's not my style, but I would definitely try it. So, Killer Queen Black, the ultimate arcade esports oh, game. Oh man! So, so they say, but um, it's fantastic. If you don't know about it, you guys got to look it up. I'll just throw out there real quick. Uh, players on one switch is one to four online, and then local wireless is one to eight. Uh, Wait, I it's can... one to four on a single console? Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch allows you to Joy-Con and Bluetooth up multiple uh, players. Well, well, realistically, you can you can do eight players on some games. It's just that um, I think it's the screen because um, the screen does move around and that there are places oh, you're yeah, going yeah. around in the 2D space. I don't think you'd be able to handle eight players. Oh, um, I think it's team-based, uh, maybe. I'm not too sure. I'd imagine the one to four on a single console are all going to be on the same team. I yeah. imagine. I could be wrong. It's so it's I've looked at this. I totally forgot about this game until you said it. I'm glad we didn't put it in the show notes, but this is a very pleasant surprise for me and a very depressing surprise for my wallet because I think I'm going to have to pick this up. It's if you haven't seen it, it's basically four V four. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's four v four. It's like basically like the game Joust, the old arcade game Joust, yeah. where you could kind of fly around and kill people. But you can win in multiple ways. You can win by killing everybody on the other team, like however many times, however many lives you have. I think you have to kill the queen, right? Maybe. But you can. I know you can upgrade though. So like the right. more points you get, you can upgrade from like drone to soldier. To queen, so I think technically everybody on your team can get to be the killer queen, but okay. you can win. I know there's like a snail victory. Like there's a lot of quirky things so. about it's, this game. That... It's so we can say it's a buy. This is definitely a buy. Yeah, this I would is say it's a buy. I'd say this is definitely a get hammered, get the friends over, <laughs> and completely crush it. Yes. So this is the this is the segment of the show where we're going to talk about what we're playing. Um, so episodes as as we as we go on this wonderful podcast adventure together, some of our episodes are going to be themed on a specific game, a specific kind of games, kind of reviewish stuff. Um, but this is episode one, and you're just getting to know us. You don't know us like that. We don't know you, and I guess we're not really going to get to know you because we don't know who you are. Anyway. Um, Right now, we're just going to talk about, let's just go through what we're playing these days and what we like and what we don't like. And I'm going to be the first to admit that I've been playing a lot of WoW Classic. Yeah, it's a Blizzard title. Yeah, it's not on Nintendo. I'm sorry to everyone. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was a Blizzard title when Blizzard was good, when that, when that was the respectable name. Yeah, so, and we're all playing it. <clears throat> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> you make it sound like it's a drug. Jason, now you sound like you're in a fucking fish tank. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was saying you make it sound like it's a drug. I mean, I think a lot of people would agree that it is a drug. I mean, it is where gaming addictions were born. Yes. 
Yes. Um, but what, what else are y'all playing? Go ahead, Yeti. So I went ahead and uh, indulged a little bit. I got myself Link's Awakening, the, uh, the remake for the Switch. Um, it's great. It's fun. I thought that uh, the character was um, really creepy, the model. But then if you understand the story of the game and how it ends and everything, you can kind of see why things are creepy. Um, the, the reason why I got the game and the, the part I haven't delved into too much was the the Dungeon Maker Slate mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is also like why cool I, grabbed my, I grabbed the Amiibo for that and then I used my other Breath of the Wild Amiibos to get all the other slates. So as soon as I 100% the story mode, which in my usual fashion, I have gotten right to the last dungeon and stopped playing it because I don't want it to end. Such a completionist. Um, yeah, right. so so probably within the, a month I'll uh, I'll finish that, finish all the little side quests. I think I'm missing like one jar. I don't really care about it. Um, it's easy. Uh, the game's really easy. Putting it on the Switch from the the uh, Game Boy, I felt like I played a little bit of it, and it was harder just graphic wise and understanding you know what you were supposed to be doing. Um, on this, it's I I barely die. I think I died twice in it so far. Yeah, it's just a great example of what you can do with a remake. Like right. not just updating the graphics, but they like they overhauled. They made so, it a pixel oh, yeah. game into a polygon game essentially. Right. Yep. It's it's great. The 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 jumping, I mean obviously with the way they did it and everything, you can now see excuse me, see the jumping a lot better. Um they they added some new uh some new shortcuts in the game, so the music, I think that's the biggest part because this was originally a Game Boy game. Yeah, Game um, Boy Advance. I remember playing it. The uh, the music in it. Now that they're able to do that, is great. So, so the sounds and everything, in, in true Zelda fashion, have all come together. With that being said, though, as as far as we're talking about Zelda and music, Cadence of Hyrule or Hyrule, however you want to say it, I had also gotten that game a while back. Definitely well worth it. Oh, that's the like the rhythm. Mm-hmm. The rhythm game, right? That they it, did yeah. the Zelda version really? of. It it rocks. It, if you're definitely the like Guitar Hero for Nintendo. Not 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 necessarily Guitar Hero. You have to move and do attacks and such with the rhythm of the game, and it shows a little rhythm, uh, a little thing in the bottom that tracks your rhythm. And Corporal it, it's would awesome. be dead in about half yeah. a second. Yeah, I've got no no rhythm, no beat to my my soul. White boy, white boy ain't got no beat. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, I'm the reason why white boy slogans are even used. <laughs> Jason, your mic is so awful. <laughs> I can't help it. So, just take your mic out and put us on speaker. Is that better? Yes. So, so just so all the can all the um, listeners can totally understand, th- this is a thing across the board with Jason when we're trying to play anything. J- Jason's <laughs> technic- technical difficulties are, are nothing new for us. I mean, Jason is the Florida man of our oh, group. Okay. Literally. <laughs> oh, come on now. That's harsh. I wasn't fun raised here. You know what? It's not your microphone. It's your phone phone because it's still doing it. It is the state of Florida. I'm going to I'm going to put it on the blame of the state of Florida. So now you're absolved of any guilt. <laughs> now that we've gotten that far, Jason, what are you playing? 
did, did we lose him? He quit. He rage quit. He rage quit oh. the podcast. No, I'm still, I'm still here. <laughs> I was changing some of my settings and resetting the Wi-Fi. Like installing <laughs> iOS onto your Android phone. Uh, Android is still better. It doesn't sound better. At all? No. <laughs> I have to start doing this on my on my Apple phone. <clears throat> there we go. Um, yeah, so what are you playing? Me, currently? Yeah. yeah. I mean, besides playing with your settings, what are you actually playing? Corporal Nossage, what is Corporal Nossage currently playing? So I spend a huge majority of my time truthfully playing Hitman on actually Hitman 2 on the Xbox. I love assassinating people. It's so much fun. Um, but as far as on uh, Nintendo, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft with my son. Um, we play Minecraft a bunch, so that's kind of where most of my time goes. They're about to drop that Nether update. I'm probably going to hop in it and check that out. It Honestly, I don't know how I feel about the Nether update. Ever since Minecon... 2019 or whatever they announced it i've been looking at a lot of the things i feel like they're changing the nether too much it feels friendly and i'm not happy about it Ooh, no that's not good it's supposed it's hell how are exactly. they making hell friendly does, does jacob go into the nether with you do you guys do nether uh yeah yeah me, me and being a little red we jump in we we try to attack the blaze rods and everything else but um actually Minecon 2020 is coming to Orlando, Florida. So I'm thinking about taking Jacob to go. Oh, man. To- oh, you, you have to take him to that. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's. When is that happening? Uh, ne- exactly next year. So it's going to be. Oh, wow. What is it? October or September of next year. Really? Hmm. Lance, All right. Lance so hasn't then- gotten into it, but if he does, we'll definitely have to. Uh, well, th- that might trip. have to be a thing. Oh, I'm yeah, calling it now. Sure. It's going to be Nintendad's episode number 47 live from Minecon. Oh, I'll, I'll totally do it. That, that would be an Nintendad's episode. That would be a... Uh, I'll have a GoPro then. So, <laughs> um, so, go so ahead. what have I been playing, you may ask? You said, you said, um, did, did we skip you? <laughs> well, he said, you, you wow. Said, uh, you said, wow. wow. Save the best we didn't for think last. that he was important enough to really... Yeah, you, you said no. you were playing well, wow, no. and then you ended it. I know. No, I was just... I was just I needed to confess that I couldn't. I couldn't even couldn't hold, hold it, it back. Um, but I'm playing. I'm playing a little bit more Smash Brothers, Smash Ultimate. <laughs> not online. Not hmm. online. I will burn my Ethernet adapter before I ever play that online. So, I can do a whole episode. I can do a whole episode. Let me get real close to the mic so everybody understands. I could do a whole episode on <laughs> the issues I have. With Smash Brothers Online, I can do a whole episode on just like okay. So I love I love Smash. Here it goes. Favorite game Here series. Goes everybody. Oh, now you done done it. <laughs> New section. I We're love Smash. Presto, Presto Rants. Listen, real talk for the viewers listening at home. This is some trivia for you. This was almost a Smash Brothers podcast. That's I was not just even, about to say that. That's not even a lie. It, I, you, it was going to be a Smash Brothers podcast, and then Nintendo made their online into a steamy pile of liquid trash that I flushed long ago. Um, and we don't, we don't do it like that. Nintendo Online is bad. If you don't agree, fight me. So, but not online. Smash, <laughs> smash on the TV couch 
versus Smash Online are two different games. So They're totally different if, games. If yeah. anything, you guys got two games for sixty bucks. So. Yeah, that's almost cool. Except that one of them makes me want to burn down my house. Um, but I've been playing Smash offline a bit. Talk I've been playing it with quit. you. With you, no. Listen, I'm saying it with a smile on my face. Um, uh, yeah. So I've I've been playing it against just CPUs. Nick, you've come over a couple times. We've played it. There's some interesting DLC characters, Terry Beauregard from. That's oh, uh, the only, the yeah. only deal. So, so what I can't wait for. This was actually funny. Um, one of the things we were looking at when we were looking at in Philly, some uh, some weeklies to go check out, and one of the people that had posted on it said like, "Oh, also bring your own setup." And I thought to myself like, "Oh, that's great to would you know if I bought a setup there with me because I don't have the DLC characters, so people are gonna have to play <laughs> with with I, I guess minimum jank as you could say. I'd love to see the person sit down and yo, you try better selecting. Have, you better have plant on there though. Oh, well, Plant's not DLC. Plant, Plant's Technically, the... he was the first DLC. He was Pl- DLC zero. Plant's amazing. Plant, <laughs> so he is. Th- that is such a like, like. Talk about Nintendo being positive. Plant is Plant Gang. What up? I... That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I am gonna call it now, and this is recorded. So if it happens, you guys both owe me twenty bucks. I'm calling now. Oh, wait, that... we'll put money on this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna fund my DLC fighter pass. Um, I'm calling that the fifth character is going to be female. Oh, it's going to be okay. a female character. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Have, have well, all the, shit, all the how are we supposed have been males, huh? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. plant. Plant's I, a plant. Are, okay. you, are you assuming my gender? Are you so, assuming my gender right I, now? I remember somebody was saying that. Uh, they were referring to. I was watching, I think, a, a podcast with French commentators, and the, our one commentator was French, and uh, he kept referring to Plant as her. And one of the other people go, "Why do you keep referring to Piranha Plant as her?" I'm just wondering. And he goes, "So Plant's a feminine, fem- oh, excuse me, feminine word in, uh, you know, in France or in the French language. So thus, it would be called a her. So yeah, well, there, there's an okay. argument there. There's Could an be. argument for your female right. DLC. Well, character. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the last DLC character think? is gonna be definitively a female. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't forget that Kazooie is technically a girl. Kazooie is a backpack animal. <laughs> She's still a girl. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's true. She's being carried by a boy, but she's still a girl. That, that's gonna that's gonna trigger somebody. Well, yeah. We're gonna have all that's sorts of legal do. issues with that. <laughs> That's what my life's about is triggering people. Seriously though, who who do we have in the the female sphere of Nintendo for female? Um, there is the uh if you guys have played Hollow Knight or seen Hollow Knight. Yeah. Um so there is a That's sequel, not a Nintendo though. Uh but it was released on the Switch and it was like heavily, heavily promoted on the Switch. Right. And there is a new it's Hollow Knight Silk Song, so I don't know if it's like a chapter two or if it's going to be released um, as its own game. Um, but there's a female character in Hollow Knight called Hornet, and it's a female character, and she's the main character of the second Hollow Knight game or chapter two, or whatever you want to call it. And as soon as I started playing Hollow Knight, he instantly became my top pick for Smash. Like, his moveset is, like, you could just bring it into Smash and you would barely have to touch it. It's He's a perfect character for Smash. And I'm imagining that Hornet from Silk Song is going to p- play very similarly. Um, so it's a new game that's coming out. It would be a very unique DLC fighter. 
Um, it would be an independent rep uh, for an independent game, which I think they they need, they want. Um, so that, if I had to guess, wishful thinking, but if it's Hornet from Silk Song, I'll be super happy. So I'm looking right here, and this this is absolutely hilarious. I typed into Google, famous female Nintendo characters, right? And right at the bottom, we got Pit. <laughs> really? Pikachu's on here too. So, so here's some plausible ones. You have Toadette, uh, Impa from Ocarina of Time, Birdo, which I I don't want to see. Bird, well, no, they can't do Birdo because Birdo's technically already in it as um in uh, the classic Mario Two stage, and I I think they're they're not crossing that line there. Uh, Pauline, that could be a possibility. Pauline, wait, who is that? So Paul Pauline, um, I guess her name was introduced in Mario Odyssey. Thus, she is the person that you rescue in the Donkey Kong. The lady in like the red dress thing, yeah. When Mario was original, now this would be now this would be cool right here, if they had Jumpman because Mario before he was Mario was originally Jumpman, yeah. Yeah. And if they did that, also uh, Midna. The uh the weird cat thing from Twilight Princess. That's oh, just yeah. what I have that popped up right here. Um, now what would be was that Black Orchid? I don't even know what that's from. There's too uh, there's too many Zelda characters in the game already. How about Jonah think... Dark from Perfect Dark? Oh my god! Could you come on? That would be such a. <laughs> I mean, that would be. About... Why can't the witch from Banjo Kazooie be in there? Uh, she ugly. She is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Would it be interesting? It's too ugly. They have to change the rating to M for mature. It's too <laughs> ugly. It's too much. <laughs> um, yeah. So, besides Smash, I am thoroughly enjoying the SNES library. That's Ooh, part of the online I, service. I, I, I didn't know we were going to start talking about that. I was, that. Thinking, I was thinking about separate that. episode because there's so much there. Super, super. Maybe we, we could do a whole episode actually on that. But Super Am Metroid. Am I the only one that has to say that they're disappointed with it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you are. Yeah, absolutely. You're the only one. Whoa, Have fun alone. Okay. Go this on. is okay. So, so, so let me let me let me speak to where this come from, comes from, right? Do we want to? <laughs> First off, we're still talking about an incomplete virtual console with no strict framework to what we're getting, right? We're kind of like just playing a bit of a slot machine here, and it's been pretty decent so far. Now, when they originally, when the first one came out, the the NES, which is good, by the way, um, they came out with the controllers, which was awesome. And it was two controllers, uh, totally kick-ass. Super Nintendo one, one controller. But it's got um, it's a more advanced controller. Uh, 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 no, it's, <laughs> I can't even. even I can't me. even troll you with a straight face. You can't even <laughs> see me. I still can't. Um, I mean, you got some good games on here, but I mean, I still this thing's lacking. Uh, I mean, they're gonna add also, new stuff, right? They can't. They can't. I, I, they're, they're gonna add new stuff. You know what I want to see are some fighters. You know what I'd love to see on the Super Nintendo. I'd love to see some Mortal Kombat, and I would love to see the original Killer Instinct. Was Mortal on Kombat there. on Super Nintendo? Yeah, you didn't know no, that. No, I only played it for. I, I was a Genesis kid growing up. I, I didn't. Mean, I didn't touch a Super Nintendo till I was almost a man. They've got <laughs> fighters. They've got Ninja and Punch Out. I mean, that that does it's, not. It's count. just that the, the whole Nintendo Super Nintendo thing. I mean, we're beating a dead horse at this point. You have 
you have the the mini the mini consoles that have come out for both of them. Now you have this virtual console thing, and I'm just like, it, it's it's gotten old. It's not old to it's, me it's because old. I haven't played Super Metroid, Link to the Past, or Mario Kart for SNES in like 15 years, and I'm playing them and I'm liking them and they're fun. And I realize that they're really hard and I'm really bad and old. And I appreciate the fact that you can turn back time frame by frame so that I don't have to. <laughs> so, so this is, I, I, I picture Preston here, like the episode of Futurama where Fry spends all of his money on the old uh, technology from his time <laughs> and just sits in his room, just uh, drinking a beer with a fat stomach and a stained shirt, watching a crappy old CRT Listen, TV. you leave CRTs alone. <laughs> no lie I you was can... at a customer's house the other day who had one of those uh, I'm looking at my CRT that's hooked up to Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Melee right now so walk. you can take a walk sir <laughs> those things are antiques you should probably hold on to that for some money oh no I, you know how long it took to find one that would fit in my office oh I'm, I can imagine <laughs> it's a little one you can carry up the stairs yes um, but yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the SNES titles. I do. I am holding my breath for uh, Kirby Superstar though, because that's probably my favorite. I I don't know why, but I was never ever a Kirby fan. Because you never played your Kirby Superstar. Correct. Kirby Superstar is amazing. It's eight games in one, as the box says. Not so. <laughs> this is the side question of the podcast. The side question. Side, side quest. quest side quest. <laughs> side question uh, of the day. So I want to know what video game have you ever played that you were genuinely scared while playing? A game that actually brought true fear trying to finish. It's Halloween. It's October. It's the okay. time of year. Oh, for, so, first off, let's just say that Jason, this this the side question. It, it, it's yeah. a regular thing. Do not put it in the in the um the podcast notes. Well, well, first <laughs> off, so it's like a pop quiz. It's yeah, like a surprise. Absolutely, I love this. By the way, a. So, uh, so go ahead, Nick. You you you've taken charge. Let's let's hear what you guys uh, say. So so let me let me get let me give two. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, the, the reason why I want to give two is because one's for a later generation or an earlier generation, and one's for a more recent generation. My first okay. was definitely the original. Um, uh, oh, by the way, I am answering this while I'm playing. Uh, was it Ghosts and Ghouls on the Super uh, Nintendo? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that I've never played it. I've never played it until it came out, and I played it, and it's so it, it's great. It's fun. I, I've never played it. And I'm having a blast. So first, it was definitely the original Resident Evil, um, just just because of the controls and just like how uh, you know kind of mind numbing it was at the time, um, yeah. and and how hard it was that you had to go and you had to collect herbs and mix herbs and just like the sheer scope of um, not having enough supplies or just enough supplies to get. I, I just I guess I didn't get it, and uh, so that 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 was then. Now the upgraded version of that would definitely be. Uh, Bloodborne. Um, Interesting. Okay. So yeah, so Dark Souls, um, you can uh, you can have a shield in Dark Souls and everything. Bloodborne is all about movement, and, and so so you have a buffer with Dark Souls, right? Dark Souls, you can have a shield in 
in Bloodborne, you, you have to have movement down. You have to use your auxiliary weapon, which is like a shotgun. Now, the shotgun doesn't really do damage as much as it, say, knocks them back for a second and freezes them. It lets you reassess the situation. So uh, I was playing that game, and then I, I went back to an, an old part. I was looking for something I think I, I missed. And out of nowhere, a hugely strong um, enemy comes out of like a dark corner and, and just starts going at me. And I can't, <laughs> I can't get this dude's health down to save my life. Out of nowhere, it shoots some like rope out at me and takes me and tr- um, transports me to like an underworld part of the game that I didn't even know existed. And if you don't know with games like that, when you die, you end up going to like an in-between realm. And it's kind of like you're also your resting point. Those games are made for you to die in. And uh, when you come back, you have to go back to the enemy that kills you to get your uh, things back. So especially when you're in a new area and you don't know where you are, it's kind of a, you know, it's nerve wracking. So the the fact that you referred to Dark Souls being easier in any way scares the shit out of me. Already. Right, and and that's the... <laughs> and I've never played either. Of yeah, them. definitely. I I know I could get a lot of flack for saying easier, but it, it definitely Dark Souls already sets the scale in, in one aspect, and now you have this game where they're like, well, let's take away the shield. We're gonna make it a little bit faster, but that's just for the aspect of now you have to use your movement and more memorization than you did before. Okay. So, to you know what, I'll I'll answer it in a similar way because when you when you said an old game and a newer game, kind of got me thinking to like what what game <clears throat> did I genuinely fear as a child? And you guys are both gonna probably find this hilarious and surprising because you probably nobody has probably played this game. Are you afraid of the dark? For Get PC? out of here! You. <laughs> <laughs> this game about fear no yo it. this game was so like janky and it mixed like it was it was like a um kind of like a mist type okay. game where you moved from room to room and then each room there was like clues and things you could click on and it had like very very subtle animations, um, but then it mixed like a lot of real voice acting and sound effects, so it sounded really realistic. The graphics were kind of realistic because there was a lot of animation, so it could be like they were just basically still pictures. Um, and it was like not super well done, which actually made it scarier because it was creepy in like a like a weird, unfinished, like unsettling kind of way, if that makes sense. And I remember playing it and uh, I had done something. I was in a museum and there was a mummy chasing me and I was desperately trying to go away from the mummy and you could like hear it coming from the other room. Really good sound design for for the time. This was like, it had to be mid nineties. And the mummy's chasing me. I'm desperately trying to go from room to room and there's locked doors and stuff. And uh, I get into this one room and I don't hear the mummy. All of a sudden, and don't forget, the game is very minimal animation. The mummy pops up in front of my screen, right? Like it was like a jump scare. And at that point, it was like mid 90s. Their games didn't have jump scares. The jump scare of a mummy and it 
the 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 sudden surge of animation crashed the game. <laughs> so <laughs> scared the shit out of me. The, it was it was really funny as a kid. I'm like, yo, I'm done. Absolutely done with this game. Fast forward 20 years to adulthood, the modern scary game, absolutely the only game that I've played in recent memory that gets me to to jump is Five Nights at oh, Freddy's. Oh, yeah, I have not touched that well, namely, namely the original one. Um, Corporal, I remember we were at your house playing it and drinking, which yep. is the worst idea. Why would we were so I could so just imagine dumb. you two hammered around remember. the computer. It's you know Maybe what you. I think Chris Spencer was with us. My brother was with us, and I'm pretty sure my my mom. Yes, you had, we did shots oh with my your mom. God. This what, is too yeah, much for the podcast. Did, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, one episode will be on Jason's mom, but <laughs> episode one, it's dude, not. It's all dude, downhill. When, where, what year was this? What, uh, I just want to know what like, state I was. A couple years ago, Jason was in town visiting. Oh, two years. Two oh, or three okay, years so ago. Jason was in New Jersey. I was going to say, when did you guys all go down to Florida yeah. to drink with Jason's mom? That have to like never the <laughs> that sort of a year. That's that's the scariest game of all. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, next next time next time we should we should do a, the Nintendo's live stream. And it should oh, be Nick, Nick playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. So, my scary game, I, I, I block out most of my fears from my childhood somewhere in my subconscious. So, I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy. The mummy got him. Spooky. You might. The money. You might want to go into chat and tell Jason he can rejoin. I bet you he is still talking. <laughs> you think so? He's going to get through his entire <laughs> spiel and then realize he's disconnected. So, so, so could we hypothesize what, what, game, what game it could be that Jason could have been talking about? He was saying he, he, was, he was saying he repressed the fears of his childhood so I'm gonna guess it's gonna be something weird. So you know, you know what? Like t- t- touching touching on Jason, me, me and Jason played a ton of Sega Genesis back in the day. Like he was the reason why I bought a Sega, and I remember we played a, the Home Alone game. And to me, that game was creepy because you were you were a kid running around town, and you were basically trying to make these makeshift gadgets to get rid of these burglars, and they were driving around in a sketchy van. And then every time they would capture you, they would take you and hang you up by your underwear. Can you hear? Me? There we go. We back. We thought that we thought the mummy from Are You Afraid of the Dark got you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you hear anything I was saying? Because apparently I kept talking. Nope. You said you said I used to I used to like. Repress how, what how I far did you get child. into it? Is what I want to know because we, we were talking and trying to think <laughs> how much you would say before you realize. Probably a good three minutes past that mar- moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any video game from my childhood that I was actually scared of. Um, okay. I, I'm saying that maybe I suppressed those memories, but in the year 2004, Doom 3 came to the Xbox, the original okay. Xbox, and that was the first game where there was to me like a jump scare lost in space with a zombie like monster chasing you down hidden dark corridors trying to survive that was where my first video game fear came from 
And I'll have to agree with you, Presto, the uh, Five Nights at Freddy's as an example. <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. <clears throat> also, continuing on with the theme of scary Doom games, I heard the latest Doom game is scary bad. <laughs> Like I it's... <laughs> scary bad, like not good. Yeah, yeah like real Wait, not what? good. Like so not good, it's frightening. Doom Resurrection, I believe it was called. What? Yeah, Doom Resurrection. Think... What are you guys talking about? Doom Eternal. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, are you talking about just the one that was called Doom that came out. No, no, not the one that just uh... came out. The oh. one that just came out, like what last the beginning of of twenty or the end of twenty eighteen. Doom Eternal. You know what? Maybe it's not Doom. It, no, maybe the, I'm the an new idiot. Doom was great. That came out. I played the crap. I was actually uh, technically on my uh, my Facebook that I my one account that I still have to get back, which is not my real name. I'm actually one of the uh, admins for the PlayStation Four uh, Doom group. It was fantastic. No, um, was the one yeah, no, that. there's something else. There was something else. There was another Doom game. Maybe it wasn't Doom. Maybe it was something similar there to Doom. There was a uh, that Alien vs. Predator Colonial Marines game that was trash. Yes. Oh, I loved Alien vs. Predator, the original game. Oh, no, was it Alien vs. Predator 2? I don't know. Whatever one that was popular. Was it the one? I remember playing one on Jaguar somebody had. And I remember you could do the combo, and if you did the combo, you turned the person into an egg, and then they would hatch and come help you out later on in the game, like later on in the level. I don't remember oh. that at all. Really? Whatever one I played, it was the one, it was like one of the first games I played that had online multiplayer, and you could be the Marines, the Predator, or yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the one that I played for. Uh... Yes! Oh, so good! I was an alien main, by the way. Alien. Played some, played some ladder matches. Spent many, spent many a, uh, an hour as a youth, grinding, the uh, the alien predator matchup. Man, really online it was rough. Well, yeah, I did, online. I did not have it was online horrible. at that time was... in my life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mom, don't pick up the phone. I'm about to bite this guy's head off. <laughs> Yeah, you want to talk about scary was the computer that my mom went out and bought and told me that I got to use for uh, schoolwork. Uh, dude, dude, it was just dude, a calculator. Thing took, it was just a TI-83. Dude, it took 30 minutes to get onto AOL. It was intense. Oh, my God. It, dude, it drove me nuts. Hey, growing up, we had, like, a black and white Mac for a while. Are we trying to date so, ourselves? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. This became, like, scary game to, like... Talk about how crappy the childhood tech you had was. <laughs> um, Any other final words? No, I think that's it. Um, yep. Yeah. Eating well, meat thanks. daily reduces your chance of becoming a vegetarian by a hundred percent. Wait, what? <laughs> Eating meat daily reduces your chances of becoming a vegetarian by a hundred percent. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You don't want to start this game with me. You sure? All right. So maybe maybe Jason's the only one who was aware of this homework assignment. But yeah, no, we should have some dad jokes to close out the especially after 
we just totally like berate Nintendo. We should end on a high note, on a light, jokey dad. No, but I don't have any off the cuff. There's only one. And if I tell it, Nick is going to murder me. Yeah, I am going to murder you because I know it's one of your. <laughs> and it's going to take like another whole episode to tell. So I'll just put that one in my back pocket for later. Uh, we'll let, we'll let Corporal Nossage have the last laugh on you. this because no one else is laughing at that joke. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We're the Nintendo ads on all the social medias at the underscore Nintendo ads on your Twitter and Instagrams. Use hashtag the Nintendo ads. If you want to talk some shit, um, feel free to comment, send us ideas, uh, and all that stuff. Make sure to share it with your friends, family, and people you don't even like. <laughs> Especially if you hate it. If you hate yeah. it, say nothing. Definitely Just share it. forwarded the link. Yes. Especially for that last joke. Your enemies <laughs> will be so mad. Uh, All right. Okay. I'm out. We did it. We <laughs> recorded a podcast. Look at that. <laughs>